Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Teller County Sheriff's Podcast for January 25th. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're actually on the road today on our first on the road podcast. The folks at the city of Victor have been gracious enough to host us here today. So let's find out who's in the room with us today. We have Sheriff Michael. Hi. Tommy, our illustrious producer, as I refer to him. Hello. We have the city manager of Victor, Richard Mann. Hello. Hello. Thanks for hosting us. Appreciate it. Thank you. And also, we have Ryan Haynes, who's the new fire chief for the city of Victor. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Great. Great. Well, we wanted to help you uh, introduce yourself to the community and, the, and, the, and our listeners, and we wanted to talk to you. So, Chief, I'll just uh, throw a question out to you. Uh, can you tell the folks about yourself and kind of what made you want to be a firefighter? Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess start kind of at the beginning. I was originally born in Pennsylvania, uh, moved out to Colorado when I was in uh, fifth grade. Spent some time over in the Western Slope, Carbondale area, then went to junior high high school over in Evergreen and Conifer area, and then went to college in uh, Arizona and Arkansas. Played college uh, baseball and my general studies were in business. I've lived in Teller County since uh, 1990. I have two beautiful daughters who are 21 and 18. Both of them went through the Woodland Park uh, school system from elementary to high school. I started my own sports photography business after college, then worked and managed a uh, sports photography lab located in Colorado Springs. I've also worked and uh, still work framing custom homes in Teller County and the surrounding areas. I started volunteering at Florissant Fire Department in the early 2000s. I became a seasonal firefighter here at Cripple Creek in 2007. And then I went part-time with them and then full-time until present day in 2008. Since 2010, I've worked as a part-time firefighter at NETCO, and I'm currently the uh, training captain at Cripple Creek Fire Department. As of January 1st, uh, I've taken on the role of the chief of Victor Fire Department. You know, when I was young, I always wanted to be a firefighter or a baseball player were kind of the two things that I wanted to do when I was growing up. Um, I used to watch the TV show Emergency. I don't know if you guys remember that oh, yeah. from the 70s and oh, 80s. Yeah. And so really loved uh, watching that and what they were doing, helping people and then uh, saving people's lives. Once I had finally moved to Florissant, I saw the volunteer fire department sign saying volunteers needed. And they were cutting up a car with the jaws of life. And I asked how I could become like a volunteer and help. And I signed up and kind of the rest is history, uh, kind of how I got started. So I just really had a passion after that uh, for the fire department, the community, and just wanted to help. You know, I've known Ryan for a long time. We actually, our kids went to school together, good friends. The, uh, the other thing too is we've been on several fires. You've been yes. involved with most of the historic fires in Teller County. Yep. Um, so I was, I was pretty proud to see the city of Victor get Ryan as a police chief or a fire chief. Police chief, that's me. <laughs> as a fire chief, because the, the thing about it is, is having that local connection, that management experience on major incidents, um, and the ability to work together because we have past relationships is huge. Yeah, definitely. And, and you cannot work without those things in this community. And it's, it's just, uh, it, it's pretty neat to me to see people that come from this area, have worked in this area, and have good relationships, build their careers here, and, and continue on. And uh, it, Richard, it was... Uh, your uh, ability to get him to come here because uh, you know i don't i don't know that a lot of people would want to do this in the past to help build a fire department build a crew and, and really bring that professional atmosphere so I, I think it's wonderful ryan's here doing that for you yeah i do too 
Yeah, Richard and I had uh, multiple meetings and conversations and stuff before and uh, kind of talked me into coming over and helping him out. So I think twisting some arms and <laughs> tasers were involved once in a while, I think. Hey, sometimes that's, that's what you got to do. I got a whole staff full of people like that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, retirement. Yeah, some people even shoot you in the eye with stuff. Ah, <laughs> shouldn't have blinked. We didn't go that far. But no, uh, Ryan's correct. We did uh, have several conversations of what my vision was for the fire department and what his vision was coming over here and uh, what he thought. I think there was that unknown of it's a volunteer fire department who has control. I told him it's yours, you know, run it how you see fit. I want Victor fire department to be the best they can be for uh, volunteers and that outside agencies call upon for in times of need. So, and I'm, I'm ecstatic uh, that he accepted to, take the volunteer fire chief position. Well, you know, it's, we're all involved in public safety in this room. And, and the thing you always look for is somebody that wants to serve a community. And that is their foremost ideal. And that's hard to find nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, it's just a job. And having somebody come into a small community that understands the fire department and the fire services in the area is huge because it's a, it's a service to a community, not just a job. I really have a good vision, I believe, for the fire department. You know, I want uh, well-trained and educated firefighters. Um, You know, I want a motivated, team-oriented group of individuals who want to serve their community and protect their citizens. Uh, I want to make sure that the fire department has the proper tools and equipment to do the job at hand. And uh, I want them to be safety-minded and to have fun. Being a fire is extremely fun, and uh, serving your community and others, it's a great team to be a part of, for sure. You know, our mission statement is, you know, the members of this fire department are committed to providing professional fire protection, life safety, and community service with a vision that shapes the future. You know, I truly believe that that's a great mission statement for, you know, our department. There's a firefighter that's out there who does a lot of talks, and he talks about the big four as kind of what he talks about, and that's do your job, treat people right, give all-out effort, and have an all-in attitude. And I think those are super important to have in a volunteer agency. Absolutely. That, that, that goes all across the board of anything you're, you're doing, you know, I think. Yeah, well, definitely. I think that if that's your cornerstone of the service you'd provide, you're going to win every time. Yeah. Besides, you guys give away free pancakes. That's right. You do. Oh, yeah. We've got to hit that real quick. What about this pancake thing? Because, you know, <clears throat> I've enjoyed myself some pancakes down here over the last few years. But We've that, served some pancakes. That's right. We have. And is that going to be coming back? Or what does that look like? Yeah. Um, you know, the community involvement, you know, definitely at the fire department for the success of the fire department is very, very important. The fire department, the smaller ones in the communities, uh, they're the hub of the community. They are basically where kind of everybody flocked to, you know, is the fire department. You know, I'm looking forward to doing multiple fundraisers and events like the pancake breakfast and others. But due to COVID, you know, we're going to play it by ear until we can move forward with those plans and make sure that we can keep the community safe. But I'm hoping in the future that, you know, things will get back to normal. Speaking of community involvement, we've got a lot of amazing volunteers here in Teller County. You have a lot of uh, amazing volunteers down here in Victor. Can you talk about some of those folks? We do have some amazing individuals who want to serve their community that are here in Victor. Uh, My Captain Craig, he's kind of been holding the fort down before I was even here over the past uh, year. He's a great individual and wants to improve the fire department. He wants to get uh, the right individuals in here to make that change. We also have uh, Stephanie. She's going through EMT school, so we'll have, add another uh, EMT. Um, we have a 25-year volunteer um, who resides here in Victor. He was back east 
and uh, he worked at a fire department in Rhode Island, uh, I believe. I'm trying to remember. Um, but Tim, he's a great guy, great knowledge of the fire department and how things work and how things run. And I'm looking forward to working closely with him. Tucker, he's lived in uh, Teller County for a lot of years, and I've known him for a long time. Actually, framed houses with him and his dad a while back. Great people, great family. He also volunteers with the uh, Teller County Search and Rescue. Donna, who oversees our EMS division, she's very dedicated and is the secretary for the EMS Council. And then we also have several volunteers that I've kind of made contact with who used to be here, and uh, they're looking at signing up and getting back into uh, volunteering and helping out the fire department in the community. Chief Haynes mentioned Donna Distel and Craig Taylor. They both have stepped up while we had a void in the chief's position as for several months, and I can't say enough for how much work they've done and how vested they were into making the department us changing things and getting things in, in a realm of where we need to be. And then when uh, Chief Haynes decided to accept the position, I notified them that, hey, this is who's going to be. And they were absolutely ecstatic that he was coming on board. I have a Victor fire story. You know, it was a proud moment. So during the High Chateau fire, um, I was meeting with the, the head of the Forest Service fire agencies um, for their type one teams. And it came down to the last minute of, hey, we don't have enough people. There's not enough people nationally. There's not enough people in the state. There's not even a crew we can call. And he sat down and he goes, for the first time in history, I'm going to ask you this, and I need your help, Sheriff. He says, um, what can you do to help me get firefighters? And I said, well, we get a good community. I think we can make that happen for you. So in our darkest hour during that fire, um, I called Victor Fire Department. I called all of our smaller agencies. And I asked for help. And not without any hesitation, they sent all their crews down there. And they helped fight that fire uh, and keep it away from structures for 48 hours until we could actually get it moved back. And that was, to me, an amazing feat of just the amount of volunteers that came. Uh, they came from everywhere with old trucks, new trucks, anything that would drive to help with that. And you talk about a massive effort that, that normally, Ryan, you can kind of back me up on this. The feds don't ask that. That's not something yeah. a federal fire team would even respond with and to say, hey, we'll even pay them if you can get them here. So it was, it was a pretty amazing feat to get all those fire departments down there. Hmm. I agree. So it's, Victor's got a, a very good history of supporting the whole of Teller County and all the people, not just in the city. And I think that's so important for a community to understand. Your work is very admirable. Not a lot of people can do that kind of work. How, how does somebody that wants to help you out, uh, get in touch with you and start that process. Um, you know, drop by, you know, fill out a cap, uh, application. Uh, there's definitely many roles at the fire department, you know, and I'm sure we can just plug those people in, uh, in the right spots where we need them. We can always use the extra help. So you guys respond down Phantoms Canyon Road a little ways, don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah, you've had some cars probably go off the edge there, and that's probably pretty... pretty yeah, we did. We did have one, I think it was a couple months ago, that uh, went off the road there. Victor Fire does not have to respond outside the city limits of Victor. You know, this is an unincorporated area, which means you don't have fire coverage in this area. Victor does it out of the kindness of their heart to help people. What more could you ask from volunteers? Because really, uh, they don't need to do that. It costs time and money to do that, and they're giving something back to the community. Yeah, whether it's uh, Shelf Road, Phantom Canyon Road, County Road 8, which goes you know, all the way down to Colorado Springs, all those different outlying areas for sure. There's not a, but you can't put a price on someone's life. And so, as you mentioned, Sheriff, we go outside the city limits. 
Um, like you said, we don't have to, but again, I'm not going to be put in a situation where I'm going to wager someone's life versus waiting for somebody else to take care of it when we can handle it ourselves. So this area is, is actually one of the scary areas for us in the county because all the watersheds up here and all the, there's a ton of timber. It's really not been mitigated. And one of the issues we see is that in the county, because it's not under a fire district, it now directly goes to me. And I'm not a fire guy. So, and everybody knows when I show up on scene of a fire, now I can get on the hood of a car and I can run things. But my main goal is to get a fire chief there that knows what he's doing so that I don't have to attempt things. And even though I've been on uh, every historical fire in this county, I really want to turn it over to a, to a fire chief that I know can do the right things. And this is where I'm so happy that you guys have somebody so qualified mm-hmm. that we can work together. Hey, chief, what do you think? <laughs> oh, what do I need to do? <laughs> because that, that becomes very important. Right. Uh, because in this county, in all counties in the state of Colorado, once a fire has gotten outside the size that a normal fire district can handle, it now reverts to me. Um, and if you understand how the sheriff's department works, we don't have fire equipment. We rely on relationships. We rely on task force callouts um, to do that. And even though we have an OEM, it still falls on my shoulders at some point. So even if I turn it over, we still have to manage it. It's not something you just turn over to state or the federal agencies and say, hey, take it, run with it. You still have to manage it. We become the managers. And then I look to the fire chiefs to be that management team that helps us drive down the costs on fires because they can break a county and break a fire district and break a, a city's coffers almost instantly. So that's where that good qualified person comes in. You just have to have. And that's, you know, that's when I was looking at uh, Chief's uh, background and all his experience and, and skills. I knew it, I had I had to land him. I mean, I went over to to see him personally. I'm like, look, I need you. Your background of being a proctor and being an instructor and fire and firefighter one and two and, and your experience of what you've attained in your years, that's what Victor needs. And I'm very, very humbled and fortunate that he accepted that position. You know, we've talked uh, not too recently because we're replacing our tower on, on uh, the mountain over here. The tower will be disassembled and we will keep that tower. And we are actually just kicking some ideas around of maybe being able to uh, take that old tower, which is a hollow core tower, but it's a 50 foot tower, and then find a place and set it back up and actually have an area for departments to train at angled or tower rescues. We have a lot of towers around here. So I haven't seen it or I haven't heard of, of someone having that. And if we're able to supply that, I think that's a great thing for Victor to bring other agencies in and do high, uh, high rescues. So there's a lot of ideas, a lot of, you know, not what we can't do, but what is there out there for us to do? Yeah, there are a lot of challenges down here at the south end of the county uh, where you have uh, areas that are not actually covered you know, by city services. Accessible. Accessible, yeah, and a lot of high-angle stuff down there on Shelf Road. Chief, are there any particular challenges that uh, your firefighters face that maybe some other departments don't? I mean, I think we all have the same challenges definitely in you know this wildland-urban interface that we live in, um, like you were talking uh, sheriff about just the wildland fires and all of the areas that are not covered you know mm-hmm. that are not actually in really a you know underneath victor or underneath cripple creek or underneath you know divide there's just 
so many different areas that you have to go outside of those areas to cover. Um, but I think that wildland urban interface is definitely one of the, the tougher ones. We've got lots of homes that are kind of scattered out inside those areas and, you know, trying to protect those. Um, but thankfully we do have the Teller County Wildland Task Force, which helps out a lot. I mean, I don't think, you know, all the fires that I've been on with them, it is amazing. Like you guys have said that all the resources that are able to come in and then help the community and protect the property and protect the houses. You know, one of the other things that I see is uh, some of the infrastructure that we have here as far as the hydrant system. We need to work on strategically placing, you know, hydrants to cover and serve our community. But I'll be working closely with Public Works with Kurt over there to try to make sure that we can kind of take care of those different areas and making sure we're placing those hydrants, you know, in the right areas inside our town. So those are kind of a couple of things. And then also just, I mean, volunteer agencies, they have the gamut of all their difficulties. You know, I I just have a comment. So when we do have our big fires, we get a response from the community of, hey, what can I do to help? And my standard answer is join your local volunteer fire department. You know, be one um, that people remember, not the one that just has a discussion about I should have helped, you know, and do it beforehand. Do it before the fire gets here. You know, reach out to your fire department, uh, become a volunteer and help your community with that. If you can do it physically, you know, you can spend the time to do that. You know, it's a great way to support your community and be a part of something. But the other side of it is that, it also helps you put your destiny in your hands. If there is a fire, you're a part of it. And, and really, a lot of events that I go to are fires. People are always wanting to be a part of it at that time. We can't get you into the system or get you the training when it happens. So, you know, step forward and, and uh, get with your local volunteer fire departments and become a firefighter. Yeah, I think, you know, getting involved is huge. I mean, you're just helping out your neighbor, which I think is great. And then, you know, if you're able to volunteer and do the work, then we can get to that training before that event happens. Yeah, it's so important. Well, Chief, I I see nothing but good things happening for the future for the city of Victor and the fire department in particular, and uh, really appreciate you stepping up and taking this role. I think Richard made a great decision and actually recruited, had to recruit somebody that was really special and highly educated and intelligent and uh, that can take this agency in a lot of places. Well, I'm definitely thankful. I'm honored and uh, humbled, you know, to be a part of the community and just help out. So um, I look forward to the future and us making a huge difference here in Victor. Good deal. We'll make sure Tommy puts all of the information on how to become a volunteer for the Victor Fire Department in the podcast description and any website information we can get from Richard. And We'll definitely notify you next time the pancake breakfast is going to be coming up. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day. This podcast was made possible by the Teller County Honorary Deputy Sheriff Association. The HDSA is a nonprofit organization dedicated to increasing public safety and awareness by providing safety and survivability equipment to deputies and posse members, administering public events like Shop with a Hero, and enabling information programs like this podcast. For more information, you can find the HDSA website at tellercountyhdsa.org.